and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our review and rank series for 2021. And today's all about Little Cypress, Dale. Little Cypress. Oh, yeah. Amazing Cypress. They've, yeah. they've given us a bangers over the year, haven't, Ab- years, haven't they? Absolutely. Don't they punch above their weight? So let's talk a little bit about Cypress. They've had a fantastic recent record at the Eurovision Song Contest. They've qualified for the grand final every year since 2015, uh, which is great for That's- a nation. Amazing. Terrific. And, you know, they've got a broadcaster that doesn't have, you know, infinite kind of money here. So really, really well done. And, of course, they finished runner-up in 2018 with the incomparable Eleni Ferreira Mm. and finished 13th in 2019 with Tumpter. So these guys are on a great run. And fingers crossed, hopefully they're keeping it going this year, though. Right. Well, what they've served up for us this year, Michael, is Elena Saglinu with El Diablo. Elena's 26 years old. She's from Athens. So mm-hmm. she's from, from but we, we, we know the Greek-Cypriot relationship there. Mm-hmm. Now, she started very early, started 14 years old on Greeks, Greece Has Got Talent, and then went on to a early music career, um, kind of in her late teens, with a band called Other View. So had had quite a few hits. She decided to go solo in 2018, has released a lot of music in that time, become quite a little star in that part of the world. And she's been internally selected for 2021 by uh, the Cypriot broadcaster with Panic Records, of course, behind the entry. And they've given us some good ones recently as well, haven't they? Yeah, and I think they've kept it going, Dale. Let's talk about some pros, shall we? I'll kick us off. Um, For me, this song opens with a taster of the chorus. And it's very fitting because it's very much the strongest element of this song. And it really does pack some punch throughout the song. And I have to say, it's instantly sing-along. The Mm. first time I heard this one, I was singing the chorus halfway through it. And when you're in a competition like this, that is gold. Total instant appeal. I had that written down. First time you hear that and you like this music, you are going to like this song. It punches straight away, doesn't it? Yeah. doesn't waste time. There's no big build. It's mm-hmm. just like, boom, here you go. Here Here's I the am. song. Yeah. yeah. And that that is going to work. It's really good pop delivered really well, being brand Cypress of this kind of music recently. And people want to see it. They love it. Yeah, Um, some really clever production elements I find in this as well, just to break up the song a little, whether it's the, you know, the (sighs) and all that sort of stuff. Like, it just breaks it up enough so when you have the real impactful moments, you get the impact from it because Mm. they've, they, they, it's not just a wall of noise for three minutes. So, very clever. Yeah, there's little moments and like, you know, you do have peaks and troughs, all different things going on, even though I, I hate that, like, I love El Diablo, but at the end, I'm not even going to pretend to sing it. But in, in the childlike yes, kind I of voice. Yes, I hate it, I, I must say. I love that. But it's something different and keeping mm. the song going in different directions and not just being stale or repetitive, which other songs are running into that issue this year. But also not pretending to do some big vocal moment, just mm-hmm. deliver what it is. It's produced well. It's not overproduced. 
Like she's not being drowned out. There's enough room there for her to breathe there and do her thing, but be supported by this wonderfully put together pop song. Yeah. Um, so much staging and performance potential in this one. Um, you know, there's so much to work with. You've got the lyrical, um, you know, vibe of the song with El Diablo. And then you've also got the impact of the song with the dance breaks and stuff like that. So, look, you can imagine with the staging, they've got uh, Marvin Dietmar this year. He's doing her and six other entries. Busy man. Mm. But um, he's got a good reputation for what he does. And I can imagine he's going to bring something really compelling here. And, you know, we, we speak about Fuego a lot, and this is certainly nowhere near uh, a, a reproduction of it. No. But what Fuego has done is really brought this kind of uh, Cypress banger, med pop banger kind of back. And even though I wouldn't say it's in that style, it's what people expect from Cypress. So they come on, this gets delivered, and they're like, yes, thank you, this is what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. While Tamta kind of suffered going directly after Fuego, I felt. Like, yep. it, you know, there was, of course, everyone talked about similarities, but ultimately, she was in the shadow of Fuego. There's been enough breathing room now, and mm-hmm. now it's time to shine again, definitely. One other thing I want to say. Yes. Um, familiar, accessible pop. There might be something I talk about the drawbacks on the familiar yep. side, but that, you've got to say... If it sounds like something that people have loved before, you know what it is, you like that. Even if you say it sounds like something, it's like, this is something I like. It's Eurovision, it's three minutes. I'm not going to overthink this on the night if I'm just a casual viewer. And I'll be like, I love that. That was a bit like X person. Yeah, I totally agree with you. One of the reasons I could sing it halfway through the song was because I was familiar with the structure it was going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> but also, and and last point I want to say on the pros here, um, if people want to party for Eurovision because they don't want to be down and all that sort of stuff, what we've been through for a year, this is going to bring the party. So, yeah, well done. It's well probably done. The, the best put-together female banger, Yeah, I would say. The best overall package so far, I would say. Why don't you kick us off with what could be possible drawbacks with uh, El Diablo? Well, it sounds very familiar because it sounds like <laughs> Lady Gaga 10 years ago. Um, let's be honest. Like, yeah. I sing Alejandro to the chorus. Um, 100% do. It, it feels like something between an Alejandro and a bad romance. And look, some people don't see it. I think a lot of people will. And if you're a jury member, you're going to be like, mm, I've kind of heard this before. It's not original. I don't think they'd definitely go down that route, but look, it's got to be one question mark there, and it's got to be a question mark for the viewers, particularly if she doesn't absolutely smash it live, because she, you, you can be inspired and do it well, but if you don't do it well, you're just going to look like a second-rate, almost karaoke Lady Gaga. You just stole all my points, Dale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I wrote here quite uh, diplomatically, the derivative nature of the song may put off particularly some jurors, but also some tally voters. Mm. Um, you know, once people people are going to be going, oh, gosh, I've heard this before, haven't I? So it's probably not the most original piece of music we're going to be confronted with in this competition, and that is definitely a drawback. And I will concur, She has the challenge for her is to match the boldness of the song with her performance. Because if she doesn't, and if she owns it, it's going to be amazing, and everyone's going to forget about all the things it reminds them of, and it'll be her. Mm. If she doesn't, she's going to come across as a really bad kind of Europop Lady Gaga tribute act. And, yeah, and yeah I, I personally don't think she's going to fall into that kind of, you know, hole. I just, she needs to be bold. It needs to be an Elena performance, and it, she needs to own it. 
Yeah. yeah. We need to not think about other people. Yes. We don't want to compare it to an Eleni Ferreira mm-hmm. or Lady Gaga yep. or Tamta or whoever. And I think that's a lot to do there with it. Like she's got the package to do it, but you've got to say that question mark is there is can she deliver something? Because these kind of songs, you know, we always we go we always put up the Fuego. There's a lot of graveyard female up tempo <laughs> bangers over the years. That, Lots have yeah. just fallen flat. Um, Tamta was expected to do a lot better. Yes, we talked about that a little bit, but other ones over the years have really not done well, even though they're massive fan favorites. The only reason Fuego did so well, remember, it was not rated by fans. We might have rated it pretty high when we, <laughs> but you know, it's up our up our street. What brought that alive was a live performance and the commanding nature of her on stage. This needs that commanding nature to own that song and got to have a question mark. She's got experience, but she's not some international superstar. You know, I don't get caught up in videos, but um, if they can bring some of the aesthetic that they had in the video to this, then yeah, I think it can really stand out and be very individual for hers. So um, yeah, look, as long as she, as I say, makes it her own, I can't see an issue here. Always got a question mark for me about live too. Um, when I don't haven't seen a song perform live, yep. uh, I've got a question mark. There's a lot here to deliver. Mm. There will no doubt be choreography. That's a challenge to do. Can she pull that all together or will it get messy? It's just a question mark. I'm not doubting or saying she can or can't. It's just a question mark until yep. we see it. Um, you've got to say that's a potential drawback if it doesn't come together. Totally agree. Well, what do the team think about this one, Dale? Where we rated this one? All right. For a while, from the 17 Aussie Vision contributors who voted 1st to 38th across all the songs, this has come in at number 7. Ah, top 10. Yeah. Good stuff. I definitely expected this top 10. I expected this to be top 10 as well. Yeah, maybe a little higher, but I'm kind of not surprised at the same time. Um, 4th to 25th or 28th. Again, I've got got to write my writing better. Um, You can't even read your own writing. That's true. (laughs) Five times top, five lots of top 10s. Also four lots in the 20s. So as much as you've got a lot of people up the top, you've got some people in the 20s there and, and the rest, which is about half the field, were in the teens. So maybe not as strong as I thought, actually. Mm-hmm. I, it's been pretty solid across the board, but yeah, not, not super, super high. Okay. So who are we hearing from uh, comments from the team on this one? Um, so we're hearing on the positive side from Ali and from one of the lower voters we're hearing from Laura. This song feels like the tried and tested formula for Cypress. But at the same time, it feels like it's a fresh twist on the formula. I love how this is up-tempo, makes you want to dance, and it's the kind of song you can belt out as you're driving along on a long drive, which is the perfect kind of song for me. I ranked Cyprus's Eurovision song 23rd out of 38 songs this year, minus Australia, of course. Not because I'm secretly part of the Cypriot Christian lobby. On the contrary, for a song about loving the devil... This is about as safe as it comes, to the point where I almost don't believe what she's singing. Yes, the song is radio-friendly, but for me it reminds me of a song from Lady Gaga's Fame Monster album from over 10 years ago. It comes across to me as quite cold in the studio performance. Elena Tsagrinu needs to put her own stamp on the song in the live version and really sell it. Of course, she'll be compared to past Cypriot female dance pop entries from Eleni Ferreira and Tamta, 
who are both very seasoned performers, so Elena has a lot to live up to. I hope Cyprus can deliver some fantastic visuals and staging at Eurovision, as well as a wonderful live vocal performance to give Cyprus a great result in the contest this year. Well, all valid points there, again from the ladies. I mean, I love the up-tempo and sing-along part of it, so I'm with you on that one, Ali. But I also understand where Laura's coming from. It, it is pretty safe. It is a pretty safe pop song that really could have been extended a bit more and, and really gone for a bit more risk. So, yeah, I can understand why this could probably look a little midfield. Yeah, for some people, and I loved her point about the El Diablo, if you're going to be safe and you're going to talk about the devil, maybe yeah. have a bit more grit about it mm-hmm. as well. So, no, fair enough point there. And I guess safe pop done well. Yeah, I mean, it is a Swedish composed song, so to hear the word clinical did not surprise me one <laughs> little bit. Uh. <laughs> all right, rap and rank, Michael. Rap and rank. I'll kick us off on this one. So all the hallmarks of the previous successful uh, Cypriot acts are there. So, look, all all the ingredients of a really, really good Eurovision uh, entry are here as well. We've got the song, we've got the performer. Um, look, I think this is going to do really, really well. I think this is going to do better than a lot of people think. I am here for this song in droves. I'm even going to say Sneaky Contender, and I've ranked it second. Oh, my God. Wow, second. <laughs> second. Well, I should, I'm not surprised, actually. I kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it'd be very high for you. Yeah, it's my kind of music, once again. Pop, melodic, with a good chorus. It's all there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just if the... Perhaps lack of originality hurts it, I think, for its result. <laughs> You've never been worried about a lack of originality. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to take that. Schlager diva, every single one for the last 20 years. Um, now, look, for me, um, look, we had La La Love, we had Fuego, we had Replay, the Holy Trinity has now become an awesome foursome. This joins wonderful songs from Cyprus, really batting above their average this is right up my alley. I don't care it's familiar. I don't care if it sounds like Gaga 10 years ago. <laughs> I just love it. I loved it from the, the get-go. Yeah. Um, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. And it's a guilty good pleasure. Like, you can have guilty trashy stuff. This is just like, it's just good. Mm. I don't care if it's kind of like sounding like a little while ago. Look, there's some question marks, definitely. Um, if they get everything right and smash it, I actually agree. Cheeky contender. That yeah. maybe people have started to overlook because it was released quite early. But there's a lot that can possibly not go great at the same time. But <laughs> to me, so. this would have to, she'd have to literally fall on her, flight, on her face not to get through. I think she's safely through. It's just about will it be a midfield or will it be a very strong top 10 to top 5 contender? Um, I think it will be. I think it's almost rusted on top 10. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, I put it mm. in fourth. Oh, yeah. well, you're not too far behind me. <laughs> if it was just you and me ranking, this would probably be almost number one. <laughs> this but is why the team is like, calm down, boys. <laughs> exactly. This is why we introduced a team, Dale. <laughs> yeah, this is up our alley. So very yeah, much, very so. much like it. Very much so. And I can, I can see this going either Eleni Ferreira-wise or it could go Tamta-wise yeah. kind of thing. You know, not that Tamta was bad, no. but it kind of just went a little midfield in the end. I don't think it'll go La La Love in the 20th area. Hmm. So I think well, it, She was robbed. I know. How good is that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, look, how do you think it will go? Let us know on the socials. At Aussie Vision Net. Is it a contender? Is it a Tamta? Let us know across all the social channels. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Thank you. Catch you later. Bye.